sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends have left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom All it takes is ten drinks minimum If you're looking for right Share and raise your glass Cause time's happening much too fast If you wanna slow it down Make sure you stick around And who knows, maybe you'll get in the last If you're looking for some There we go. <laughs> now, welcome to Tin Drink Minimum live Fall Crawl pre-show. Sorry, Billy. Okay, so this is a this is a great thing because Fall Crawl hasn't been a part of Albuquerque downtown since the mid two thousand four. I want to say was the last one. Yeah, I, I don't remember. Because I was twenty three. Yeah, uh, Smiley, you were probably like seventeen. Well, that can't be true because no. I've went, I've gone to at least three Fall Crawls. I have photos of them. Okay, you've legally you've legally Gone to a fall crawl. Yeah. And SIBO, she, she must have been like 10. I was a baby. You've never been legally to a fall crawl. I haven't been legal for very long. Hold on, hold on. You're four? Do it again. 31? Hello. There we go. Yeah, okay. talking on the microphone. So you, you, we have SIBO here who's playing tonight at Side Effects at what time? At 9.30. 9 9.30. Mm-hmm. You can tell by the sweat stains underneath my pits. I'm ready for it. And really? And the crazy thing is now you have... Event venues that are just uh, stripped along Central, whereas yeah. back in the day, you had uh, Bert's, Bert's, Tiki, Bert's and, which was on Gold. The Atomic. And Atomic was on Gold. Mm-hmm. And now you have Mescal, which is next to us. You have Duel. You have Side Effects. Sister Bar. Launchpad. Sister. Library. Li- oh, oh, library. No. The library. <laughs> All this stuff wasn't around back in the day. Rainbow at the library. Uh and we have we have lineups. I mean, let's you know we 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 did this before for the uh, what do you call it? Uh, it? It was basically the spring crawl, but they had a different name. The for best it. of Berkey Music Showcase, right? That is correct. And um, the Alibi graciously has asked us to do this pre-show because we did a pre-show for that, and we kicked ass, and we kicked ass, <laughs> and left their studio a wreck. Sorry. And we still have stuff there. There's still stuff oh, there, they said. Yeah, there's, there's still some leftover. Yeah. The thing is, if, if something was left at my house, say somebody was like, yo, I left the crowler there. Yeah. I hope I didn't touch it. No. They're like, um, that's somebody's. Don't, that's not yours. Don't do it. Whereas <laughs> I would have been like, I'm drinking it. I'm drinking they're, this shit. They're not coming, <laughs> they're not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. Those sons of bitches. Leave that beer. Don't touch it. I, I think <laughs> the, the only thing I left... Uh, I took from there was um, in the bathroom they had like all these like basically like every back copy of Alibi and I snatched like 20 crosswords from there. I'm all, yep. Yeah. Oh, yep, nice. Yep, yep, yep. Did I like you, how you didn't... Did you snatch the entire manga? Uh, uh... No, all I wanted was the cover and the crossword. Oh. <laughs> I thought maybe you were going to snatch... Do you need a new stool? No, it's kind of fun. It's like riding okay. a wave. So Simo's going to play at... what? Say, say again. I'm I, playing at Side Effects. Side Effects. So if you don't know what Side Effects is, because there's a lot of people who don't come downtown that often. That is true. And they don't know what it is. So Effects is a huge dance club across from uh, Chemo. Is that right? Yes. So it's it's next to Effects, yeah. which is the so dance it's club. Oh, yeah, side so it's, right, it's right across from Chemo. Right. And where is Side Effects? I just said next to Effects. <laughs> next to Effects. 
You mean below FX? It's yes. neck. Well, kind of. It's kind of to the side. Side effects. It's it's ne- it's the, to the side of effects. The yeah. dance club. So therefore, side effects. And you're playing. So the, the 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 lineup for side effects. Let me tell you this. So if you come downtown tonight, it's twenty dollars for a wristband, and that gets you into every one of the venues. You have Sister Bar, Bert's Tiki Lounge, Mescal next door to where we're at. Launchpad, where we currently are, Side Effects, The Library, Dual Brewing, and the Chemo Theater. You get to all those venues. The thing about the, the, the Fall Crawl is like, I heard someone complain. They're like, I didn't like that Best of Birthday Music Showcase because there's a lot of bands I wanted to see. Well, this puts you in a hard spot. You have to choose. That's pretty much how uh, any festival is. Yeah. Multiple stages. Right. It's like, oh, I'm going to miss fucking... This band, because, yeah. you know, Danzig is playing or whatever, some shit. <laughs> it's the same fucking thing. People don't understand that's how it works. It's par Dude, for I'm the course. I'm Danzig because I have to see Panic at the Disco. <laughs> no, yeah. <my> <laughs> yeah. You got to be willing to make those tough decisions. Right, right. I'm, I'm missing Bob Dylan because I have to go see Foster the People. <laughs> and you know, what? <laughs> you know what? Guess guess what? It's actually... I'm missing Iron and Wine because I have to see Slayer. Slayer, right. <laughs> this is your chance to go see new bands, too. So this is your not only your first fall crawl to play. Yeah. This is your first fall crawl. Yeah. So you know when you were growing up as a kid, Actually, the last time the fall crawl happened, you were underage. You couldn't have gone to. No. It. It's possible. But you said two thousand four. Two thousand four. Yeah. It was around there. I was still there, yeah. having like shaving cream fights in the high school parking lot. Wow. <laughs> Did you not even know what the fall crawl was at that point? I well, no, I didn't actually. I didn't know what the alibi was. We didn't have those in church. Oh, wow. So you're one of those church kids. Yeah. So how excited are you for tonight? I mean... Oh, I'm, I'm super excited. Yeah? Courtney at the Alibi is like... She 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 always promotes me, which is yeah. exciting. And I'm do oh. because you're good? Oh, well, well, yeah. Thank you. There you go. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you're... you're what, how would you describe to someone who's like listening right now what your music is like to come out and see this show? I would say it's more like it's like an ethereal mushroom trip of dreaminess. So drugs, pretty much drugs. But yeah, there. You know, most all my songs happen after I take some drugs, and then they're really good. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So you guys are playing, or you are. You have no backup. You have nothing. It's like no, you. No, it's me and my mannequin Jeffrey. You and your mannequin Jeffrey, who's yeah. in the background. People can't see him. He's beautiful. You guys are playing side effects. Let's do the lineup real quick for side effects. You have Nathan Fox. Nathan, is, that's the guy I was... Oh, go ahead. Keep going. You have Simo. <laughs> oh. He plays from 8.30 to 9.15. You have Simo from 9.30 to 10. James Witten, is that right? 10.15 to 11? <laughs> James Whiten, sorry. <laughs> and then, it's James Whiten. Can you pronounce it for me, Billy, from 11.15 to 11.45? Uh, is that Nijoni Girls? Nijoni yeah, Girls, okay. Nijoni means good or like, mm-hmm. it means good. It means I'm super excited to see that band. And, and I just found this out. Our bartender, Barney Lopez, that's his girlfriend. Is that correct? Okay. Good to know. You just found that out? <laughs> no. But <laughs> no <laughs> I was doing my good, my best uh, Good Morning America. And, and we just found this out. You know, the, the uh, Bellama was going to be called uh, Nijoni. Just, just Nijone for like that was one of the first band names we're throwing around, but uh, we, we we shortened it down to Injon, which is like the sh- like saying like good or whatever. <laughs> so I just want to point something out because we're down here at the launch pad. There is a lowrider bicycle gang Ooh. cruising by as we speak. We are downtown at the launch pad. It's happy hour prices till seven. Is that right? Seven thirty. And and then. Eight. eight o'clock. They just eight said. o'clock. So get your ass down here. Get your ass down We're here. We're live at the launch pad. So Simo, I have a question that's for that's you. Something worth posting. Let me. Yeah. I have a question for you, okay. and it's the question that's on everyone's mind. There are two bands coming to town. Which one do you want to see the least? George Thorogood and the Destroyers, <laughs> or Green Day? <laughs> Green Day. Green really? Day totally you would rather see. I- George Thorogood and the Destroyers. All right, so then Green Day. They had that album Dookie. Yes, and that just never sat well with me. It's so gross. <laughs> that album. Why would you name an album Dookie? 
dookie. I don't know. <laughs> and it's, and it's, that's an amazing album. <sighs> I'm sorry that, that it's not as good as Bad of the Bone. The day I was born. I'm going to have to agree with with Simo on this, but for a different reason. I love Green Day. Me too. Well, I, I don't care how much I like their music. Yeah. They came here one time and asked a couple oh opening bands. Oh, my God. Bands, you're right. You're right. right. So I cannot can, can, watch can, them. Can, can I tell a story? Can you tell how salty I am about Green Day, though? What? So Green Day was scheduled to play here at the Pavilion. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, so their people were like, oh, let's, uh, let's, let's make a thing of it because we have no opening bands. Mm-hmm. And they, they held a contest. Uh, for opening bands, really, and our, what our friends won. Our friends won. Who? And, who? who? Uh, Romeo goes, goes to hell. hell. Oh, okay. Levi Eleven's band. Oh, um, Levi, like Rachel, Rex, Rex and um, and we're so excited. It's like, oh shit! Like Romeo go, goes to hell gets O for Green, and we're totally going. But then last minute, we're talking like two days before, like the promoters, the like band decided they didn't need an opener. Oh, those oh. bastards! And so. And and I never me. listened to them ever again. I was like, that, that's, fuck that's, them. That's a good... I, w- I actually... Hmm. I, would I would say watch I w- George Thurgood, no problem. Okay. <laughs> I'd be like, George Thurgood, you didn't fuck over my friends. Yeah. So I, I'll watch you over you just days. You just fuck over people with your terrible music. Really good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, that's a good reason. I, I, that's, you know, I mean, to a lesser extent, that's why I no longer will listen to Stoney LaRue because he kind of did that to my friends. Oh yeah, you that's know. right. And then I ended up meeting him, and he, you know, he thought he was like. It's funny because like all these women wanted to go meet him. Stony Larue is like really big in the red dirt um, Americana scene, and uh, you know, I guess women like him. And my friends were like, "Will you take us over there to his bus to meet him?" And I was like, "Sure." So I took my friends over there to meet him, and his fucking manager comes off the bus, and he's like, "Stony's on the phone with his wife, but as soon as he's done, he'll come and sign autographs and take photos." And like I'm like okay whatever, so then he comes off the bus and he's taking pictures with all these women and he goes what about you do you need a picture and I go eh, no I'm not really a hot woman so it's no big deal and he's like well what what does that mean and I was like you don't have to take a picture with me and he's like well maybe I want to and I was like okay whatever dude <laughs> so I have a picture with Sony the Rue and then. Everybody was like, wow, I can't believe you talked to him like that. I was like, hey, he was a piece of shit to my friend. I'll be a piece of shit to him, so fuck him. You know who happened to be a real douchebag? Uh, Bob Dylan's son. Jacob. Jacob Dylan from really? I, I don't agree with you on that. Do, do you, you didn't agree? Oh, nope. You were there. That's I was right. there. Okay, so the Wallflowers came and played in Taos. I did not agree on this. And he was so sassy. He was. Like, I thought he was having he fun. He was mad at everyone for only knowing the words to like the one song that he didn't even write, apparently. And he was just—he wasn't giving it at all, his all. And I was like, "Dude, we paid thirty bucks to see you." Yeah. And you know, as an artist myself, I'd be <laughs> effing stoked. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. sorry, you're not as good as your dad. <laughs> oh. 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 I'm not gonna say anything to that. I just I didn't think. I didn't that's see that. That's I, I never thought his dad had any talent. Hey! Oh my oh. God. <laughs> Talk about a guy. You know, no, 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 Chris. Your mic has been <laughs> muted. <laughs> You, this is a topic that is very taboo to me. I'm sorry. He can make some lyrics, but can you guys sing? Make yeah. actual music? Yeah. Yeah. Like with, without one of these? I have 26 vinyls and I can play lots of it for you. And I'm sure you're going to be like, uh. I can't actually make noises that are audible past the foot. Fu- yeah, that's your opinion. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure I could go listen to a lot of your music and go, this is garbage, this is garbage, Ooh. and this is garbage. Oh, it's getting personal. Oh, yeah. This is it hits me hard. I love garbage. <laughs> that's a good band. I know. Right? So <laughs> now let's, let's go back to the fall crawl where we are before the fight happens. <laughs> I actually, you can ask Billy. I threw someone off the show that said that. He did. I threw someone out of my house <laughs> who said exactly what you said. And we got into a big fight. I was like, oh my God. This did not just happen. Um, so, who are you guys more most excited to see besides Simo? You know, um, uh, talking sure. hours, uh, music is the enemy. Yeah. I'm really excited to see um, Beefcake and Chains. I, I, I've never because basically they're the punk band with the with yeah. the theatrics. I think they're kind of like I've seen them, and I, I wouldn't characterize them as punk though. Well, punkabilly, I guess. Punk, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you have just 
a big production of, yeah. a, of a show with with four chords and uh <laughs> there's there's babes on stage which is also like a really plus for me it's a fun show um if you haven't seen it uh Nijana girls i'm probably gonna see them at the end of the night so i'm gonna yeah. miss um oh god who was i gonna see at the um i was they're conflicting with somebody else like should i see them or should i see them? right and that's but that's the that's, that's the dilemma you, you have you have but, to make the choice Actually, is there's there's one of the things where like okay, so the band you would least like to see, you see them first yeah. with the, with their like warm up songs, and then you would go see the other band with their closers yeah. kind of thing. I would, I would I've done that before. Yeah. What's weird to me is like this is the first one that I've been to that it's not going to be closed off, and I'm fine with that. I kind of now to this day like. So how it used to work back in the day, and Billy can say whether I'm right or wrong, because, I mean, it, it's been a while. It's been they, over 10 years. They used to put barricades up and completely yeah. block off downtown. You couldn't get in. I need that. Unless you paid, and they had, like, an entrance area. And you paid there, then you got in, and it was almost like downtown was then all... The only people downtown were people that paid to get in. No. What's that? No. You don't remember? That's not how it was? Yeah, no, because I, I used to go to the get barricaded, and you can go, you can walk around. You can walk around. Right. But you couldn't go into the venue well, without a wristband. Well, yeah. what I'm saying is, is like there was like barricades where you couldn't walk the street downtown unless you paid. No. You could walk in. I used to go there when I was 17. Oh, wow. I just didn't go into venues. I just hung out outside. Listen huh. to it. Like I used to hang out outside of uh, Launchpad and Atomic because you can hear everything. Right, right, right. Can I, talk, can, can, can I actually talk about. The best venues to go to, what is and not pay, but stand outside and listen. And launch okay. is okay. There's three of them. Um, Sisters pretty good. You can actually stand in the front of. Oh, the, that's that's true actually, and you can see the band. Yeah, you can see you can see the band <laughs> and hear them because it it runs through the uh, outside PA. Right. Uh, number two is the launch pad. Oh, that's true. They have like a, yeah. they have speakers outside. Yeah. And so you, basically, all you get to do is stand out right, right out in the in the alley, <laughs> and, and you can, you can hear the band or just, just out front smoking. No, no, no. If you're out front smoking, you there's a lot of things you can't hear. Oh, but yeah. if you're in the alley, when I was when I did when I was mm-hmm. broke, I would listen to bands in the alley, and there's basically less than five feet away from you, but you're just you're separated by a wall. Okay, but you just stand outside in the alley of Launchpad, and number. Oh, I'm talking. I was talking about Sister Bar. And number one would be uh, Atomic Candina. Well, back in the day, yeah. Back in the day. Like, the acoustics work, like, we were standing outside. I'm sorry, the, it was Burt's, the old Burt's, where is, uh, you were there, and you could hear everything from standing out in the... In the little smoking area? In the smoking area, yeah. Oh, you know it what? Sa- it, sounded, it sounded better on the street <laughs> okay. than it did inside the venue. Do you want to, you know, if you want to go, like, way back in the day, the best place was Sprocket's. Because it was like right there. There was a window between you and the band. You could see the band. It's where um, it's right there on Central. Oh yeah, where, where uh, Brickyard Pizza. Where Brickyard. Yeah, they used, oh, to, really? used to be a music. Uh, it used to be Sprockets. You could just stand right there outside and just watch them without paying. Well, yeah, I didn't even think about the sister one because like sister, you have they do have speakers outside, and like we went the, like the other night, Barney was there. We went to uh, um, DOCs. And I mean that band is so loud. I, I I bet you could hear it down the street. I mean, and the thing is, like, if you didn't have headphones, yeah, sister, it, it actually makes more sense to just watch them from the the patio than it does to actually sit sit because you can see them, and they have the, it's mixed into the this PA system where you don't have to do shit, yeah. and you can not have any money. And like, well, I don't want to see like Naughty by Nature. <laughs> I don't want to pay thirty-five dollars to see the Highlight Nation, but I'm gonna stand on the patio, and smoke cigarettes, and watch this fucking iconic band. You're like Slick Rick. I, I loved him as a kid, but I don't know as an adult if it holds up. So I don't want to pay forty-five dollars. But I'll stand outside. You know, it, it's not the same though at the Sunshine though. The sunshine <laughs> oh, no, is no. not the same. You can't stand outside the Sunshine and hear anything. You can't stand outside the sunshine. And it, right. speak, it speaks volume because, Chris, we, we always talk about this on the show, like how Albuquerque is so cheap. It's like, oh, I have to pay $5 to see a show? Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> my favorite my favorite Albuquerque cheap thing was your friend Terry told my friend Johnny, he's like, hey, I got uh, Belmont CDs. 
He's like, for a dollar. My friend Johnny's like, nah, I'll just download it free online. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck, dude? He's like, come on. It's a dollar. <laughs> Albuquerque cheap, man. We're Albuquerque cheap. Albuquerque cheap. So it's kind of weird because, like, I mean, but you tell people, like, that's the thing was we did that hemp fest a couple weeks ago. Um, and I thought more people would be there because it was free. And then, and then someone's like, well, they did charge for parking. I was like, a dollar. A fucking dollar. You're like, they're charging for parking. We can't go out there. It's a dollar. <laughs> Man, that's fucked up. It's fucked up, dude. You know how that's much gas is? <laughs> the thing is, like, somebody would drive up <coughs> to the person and be like, you have to pay a dollar to park. It's like, Shh, that's fucked up. I'm leaving. Fuck this shit. And they're in there as they take a big hit of their vape. <laughs> to the, to, it's just, just like downing CBD oil and just vape THC. Yeah. Oh yeah. That scavenger hunt that you had for your birthday, Billy. And then like one of the things was like find someone doing a vape pen trick was my favorite like downtown moment ever because there was a guy with a vape pen. I was like, <gasps> like I just won a jackpot. And then he pulls out this random trick and starts spinning. And it was magic. So I want to thank you for Do making you know that moment Do you know they have championships happen. for that? What? They have championships for everything. I would, I would pay to see that probably uh, with you guys for sure. Oh, oh man, that's that's something up our alley. See, that's what I, yeah. I want to do now is I just want to commentate like different events. Yes, they'll be all, <laughs> and he's coming out. He's the champion. He's well known. He did have that crippling loss in Las Vegas. You know, <laughs> just be like the commentator for stupid shit, for the douchiest, the douchiest crap. You know. Like the hacky sack final, you know the we're here at the hacky sack finals <laughs> outside of San Francisco. <laughs> but do you all like? Uh, do you remember that show on? Uh, God, I'm gonna say it was on uh, Comedy Central. It was uh, Robot Wars. Yes. And the commentators were totally like, There's kind always... of taking it seriously, but then also totally ripping on it at oh, the yeah. same time. Like that's what you. What I hate about those shows is when they come out like they have to like get people to commentate for them. And, 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 you know, there's not like a, a, you know, standard for it. So there's always one guy that talks a lot like this and he's got a really crappy voice. He's like, he's going to bring in his robot. And you're like, oh, God, that guy is so annoying. That's, the thing is, well, that, that, see, the, the point of that show on uh, Comedy Central was they rotated in different comics and they yeah. just did whatever the hell they thought commentators sounded like for the, for the right. show. And I, 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 I like those shows, though. The thing is that that, that style of like commentating is actually dated now. Because yeah. I watch documentaries now. And I, I enjoy <laughs> guys like, this is how shit happened. Yeah. But then back in the mid-2000s, they, it had to be like, you had the... And... In 1997, this happened. I was like, why is this guy's Welcome voice? to the, tw- the 1999 Rock and Jock Softball <laughs> Spectacular. It's like, why? why <laughs> you, watch you know, it. First of all, why amazing. are you yelling at me? And two, why? What? Why is your voice so why raspy? Why is your voice so raspy? How much whiskey they have you been drinking? They watch too many shows outside smoking. Like, Do you remember those Rock and Jock, the MTV had the Rock and Jock games? There was a softball one, and then there was a basketball one. And there was always a guy that was like, MTV, rock and jock, three on three. You know, it was like, oh, my God, what is wrong with you? Stop smoking. <laughs> Switch to a vape pen already. And I think that's what I hate because I, I listen to a lot of hip hop. Oh, yeah. And I always hate that DJ. It's like, <laughs> that has this crazy voice. We're doing this. And up next, we have this. It's like, why are you yelling? Stop. Yeah. Stop. Just be like, you listen, yo, this song's really great. So take take, take a moment out of your day to listen. <laughs> Sir makes a lot. <laughs> you just want like the sincere DJ. They're like, this next song is actually really good. You just yeah. are going to like this. You want you want the NPR guys? Yeah. And next uh, coming up right now. Coming up next we <laughs> next, have next, next, no, we, we have two chains. Shake right. I was gonna say two, <laughs> next up we have uh, two chains coming up. Uh, a lot. A lot of people don't know that Two Chains actually graduated from MIT with a degree. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? I would love that. <laughs> In contrast to the, the, the hip hop DJs today. Uh, it's like, a lot of people don't know that Buster Rhymes' real name is Clarence. You know, it's just like, what? what? Who the fuck? Give, give me that DJ. I, actually, I would be that DJ. Yeah. 
Like, I'd be the stepping stone, like, actually the halfway point of just like, you know what, guys? This song's a banger. <laughs> here, he is, here he is. And I uh, hope you enjoy it. A code nine bangering. That's a code seven bangering. Code seven bangering. That's just how you get it. I want to give a shout out to our, our, our bartender, Barney, Barney Lopez of the. Is it Rad Light Cameras or the Red Light? Rad. Rad Light Cameras? Brad Light Of the cameras. Red Light Cameras? Huh. Who recently just launched a music video that I watched. I That was awesome. I've, I haven't seen it yet. Where did you it's film it? No, no spoilers. In they they filmed it at Frogville Studios in Sant, Santa Fe. Is that is that a, is that a place? Santa Fe, I think. A lot of people don't know about Barney Lopez. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's middle name. It's middle name. The thing about Barney Lopez, you might so not know. Let me ask. He, uh, what are we doing? Oh, well, he also got you a Shiner Bach. Oh, but sorry. Okay, that's fine. Coming in with the best hip hop, we have Barney Lopez. That's fine. That's fine. Um, so question, question to Simo. Where all have you played at? You you played um, our ten anniver- tenth anniversary show. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yes, and uh, I played here, and I played at Low Spirits. You played when, here. You played at Launchpad. Well, okay, I played at Launchpad though when I was part of Hounslow. Oh, so okay. I'm, I'm just saying for experience sake. Oh, okay. And then you played at Low Spirits. Mm-hmm. And then sister and Where, uh, oh, by yourself? No, that was Hounslow. Hounslow. Again. I'm not. I don't really. Now that I'm all by myself, it's different. Now like, that you've broken away and gone solo, it's hard. I'm. I'm a pretty humble person. I don't like to sell myself a lot, so I don't even. You have to get over that. I know. Shit. Well, mm-hmm. and and saying from someone who came from that, where you have to get over that shit, like even now, I'll be honest with you, like even now, like when people are like, you know, do you guys get paid? And I go. No, not really, you know, to do this. And and a lot of that's not because we couldn't. It's because I just don't push that. Yeah. And, you know, even f- for certain things, I, I, you know, whenever people talk about a writer or this, that, or the other, I mean, we get things, but I even still, I feel bad pushing that. Yeah. And then it, it was a lot easier in a band because I was like, I'm doing Someone this for the boys, it. you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, but... So, like, when people talk about, like, managers and they talk about, like, people getting Ugh. fucked over and all that if shit. If anyone wants to be my manager I, well, listening out there. I feel like, see, and I feel like. Do it. Here's one thing I feel like is I feel like managers are a good thing, a good thing, and they can be a bad thing. I think early on in a band's career, if a band is good enough, they should have a manager because yeah. the manager takes care of that business part of yeah. it. And asks for the and is the dick is a piece of shit dick basically right i think as far as a manager goes there's a lot of situations there's a lot of um circumstances where you don't need one if there's a person in the band who can actually be a dick whereas if you're a mus- musician it's you 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 have a different wiring in your head it's like yeah. i just play music i don't know what the fuck i'm right. doing right yeah and so many of our friends i mean are like that yeah are more you know the ones that the it's funny because like the ones who are super talented, usually rarely are the ones that are like business savvy. Yeah. And then the ones who are like pretty decent musicians, but you know they're they seem to be more savvy and they get more gigs because they're they're you know they're more of a dick I guess, or they're just it's not no, even no, that. it's not even that it's just like they're just more of a hustle I guess they, I don't they, know. They, they're 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 more in tune to like what they need to do to get more gigs. Whereas, like, I'm, I'm maybe in the middle ground of that, whereas, like, I book my own shows, and, uh, like, I'm a person to be, to, to, like, okay, so should I get paid for this? And they'll be like, okay, we'll give you this, like, well, thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> whereas, I was like, man, you're just like, no, what? You're fucking me. Why? Yes. Why, why are you fucking me for the show? I need that person to go up to, go up to our friends, be like, oh, yeah. oh, go, go, I want go, someone go. to follow around and just tell me yeah. I'm pretty. So yeah. I don't feel so self-conscious. <laughs> just give me like that pep talk right before. Simo, and you're then... pretty, and these motherfuckers don't deserve yes. you. First and foremost. In that accent. This fucking shithole needs to pay you more. <laughs> you need some Aquafinas in the dressing room. Maybe some Coronas. You know. I'm sorry, like, like that wasn't the deal kind of thing. It's, like, no, it's not you... the writer. It's <laughs> yes. not the writer. Yeah. Do I, do, I, do I look like I like to get fucked in the ass? Yeah. <laughs> 
much do you think I like to get fucked in the ass? Just, 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 just. And you gotta have like aesthetic. twenty. You gotta have like twenty rings look, on look ten at me. fingers. Do, do I look like I get to, get, get, like yeah. to get fucked in the ass? Because you're fucking me in the ass with this deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with that, I'd like to thank Joe Anderson for allowing us to be here at the launch pad. God bless Joe Anderson. <laughs> thank you very much. Open up early for us and <laughs> allow us open to up early advertise. for us. And let us do happy hour prices on a Saturday. That is correct. That is Thank insane. you very much. He's a magical person. Till I've 8 o'clock, it is happy hour prices at I'm the going, launch I'm going to post that one more time. Come pregame. People were like, hey, what are you doing? Here's what, here's what, here's what I hate about social media. Me too. Oh, my God. Go, <laughs> please, please, about, please, please, please go ahead. Please. I'm about to go on my rant. So I've been posting about this show all week long. Last week, all week long. And people would hit me up, and they're like, are you going to the fall crawl? We should pregame at oh. your house. Are you fucking shitting Facebook me? Facebook is the devil. And you know man. what I would do? Is I would send them the advertisement that I made. Right? Y'all, oh, no. this is what I'm doing, asshole. And they're like, oh, shit. Maybe I'll show up. Yeah. Oh, maybe? Maybe. Happy hour prices. How about you pregame in the parking lot and come see us? Pregame here? It's happy hour. They have... A beer. What is it? Old Milwaukee? One dollar. One dollar. One fucking dollar for a beer. You could bring in five dollars and get shit-faced. I mean, not legally. Not legally. But I'm just saying, five dollars. And you better tip the guy five dollars. So for ten dollars... If you tip him ten dollars, he'll take his shirt off. Hammed. I've heard that. Nice. Is is that a real thing? I think so. Right? I Barney, if someone tips you ten dollars, will you take your shirt off? A minute yes, for, for one minute, seconds. sixty Damn. seconds. That's the bartender, I mean. if you That's tip him I mean. ten dollars, will take off his shirt for one minute. <sighs> he controls the timer. <laughs> Anywhere from a second to one minute. That up his discretion. <laughs> someone, Mark Madrid says hi, Billy. One minute. Oh, Mark. Hey, Mark is the. Um, the guy who wrote that book that we needed to talk about. What book? Uh, he is cerebral uh, palsy, and he wrote a book. And he li- I went to L.A. to see him. Oh, nice. Great dude. Very nice. Uh, at my job, I work with this kid who's, um, you know, I, I get to hang out with him all day. And he just wrote this musical. And it's called Footloose. And I was like, I was in Footloose Wait in high school. That's exciting. And he then, wrote but a musical called Footloose. Wait a minute. Yeah, well, you do that know aside, right. and then it's about, like, this kid who gets possessed by an evil spirit and then, like, kills his whole town. Like, it That's was fan- not at all. That like- is fantastic. <laughs> that does not sound like the Footloose that I know and love at all. It was pretty surprising and when he, when, exciting. Whenever I, whenever, listening to that now, whenever they say, gonna cut Footloose... But I think a lot <laughs> different now. Yeah. Everything has changed now. Yeah, dude, kick off those Sunday shoes because we're going to murder a whole town. You're going to need them. Wow. You won't need those Sunday shoes because they will be covered in blood. You so don't want to ruin them. So a kid that you know, kid that I know. wrote a musical called Footloose he's where not, he kills a whole town. Yeah. He claims okay. he's never seen the original. Never and seen I've read it, it or it the remake. Amazing. He's, I like, mean, he's like, who the fuck is Kevin Bacon? <laughs> it's like the most hopeless musical I've ever heard of. Like, there's just nothing. What was like, that? I don't know. Oh, maybe. Oh, it's electrifying. I Uh-oh. do not know what that is. Someone kick a cable. Uh, Billy did just wander off. Okay, Billy is the kicker of cables. Notorious. He went to the though. bathroom. Billy can't make it thirty minutes of drinking. <laughs> Dude, I have had the nervous shits all day. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. It was like flock of seagulls, like, whoa, 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 like is, all day. I, yeah. This is what happens every time before I play a show. The nervous shits. Oh, is that, nervous those are the shits. butterflies coming out, huh? The butterflies stir a bunch of shit up. The butterflies are, are coming wow. out. Wow. Uh, coming out of their cocoons like yeah. pretty little <laughs> butterflies that they are. <laughs> the nervous shits. Oh, whoa, whoa. Careful. No. I will say that I'm a... That is a thing. The nervous shits are a thing. I've, the, I've been it's in... the da- name of my next band. I've, I've been... I've, I've, I've been in professional dance 20 years, and there are so many different stage fright things. Like, yeah. I used to throw up in my mouth. Really? So many people I knew would, like, start, like, peeing a little bit. 
Really? And, and uh, getting the butterflies in stomachs meant like you get that, like, that diarrhea feeling, like you really mm-hmm. need to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Everyone had a different thing. Really? That's a good question. So that, come that out is tonight actually, and please buy me drinks. That is actually a really good question. It's like, what? Uh, what are your? I'm trying to figure out where to put this. But little. the only common denominator was something starts coming out of you. Oh, swap sweats was another one. Yeah, that was the common denominator. Something just starts coming out of you. Right? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Really? And this is why we do it. I, I love not being in control of my bodily functions. Stage fright's a hell of a thing. It, it me, is. It took yeah, me 15 it took years to get Shania over. It Twain, so I don't feel that bad about it. What do you mean it. by that? She she had to stop touring for years because of her stage fright. Uh, is that true? That is super true. She was she was crippled. I, I want to say like uh like just performing is one of the top three fears that people. Have. One is death, and yeah. one is like uh, well, public speaking is like number one. Yeah, of all public, time. yeah. <laughs> what the hell is happening now? <laughs> Barney getting magical. Something's happening. Like a snack. Look there at we me. go. Oh yeah, our natural lighting is starting to go away. Um, so that's a good question because like Janis Joplin is like the most famous for drinking herself to death. You yeah. know what helps with stage fright though? Super drinking low yourself to death, Which, getting I fucking mean, wasted before you play. That's yeah. that's where I was it going. It helps, at. but it also it hurts so bad. My fingers forget what they're doing, and well, then and they're just they're just raping yeah. that keyboard. I don't. Uh, here's here's the thing, yeah. you. Uh, you can't drink and then do professional dance, <laughs> um, right? Because it just it strips away your endurance. So that's so everyone just has to live with their stage fright, right? Every single person in my dance group, yeah. we were a complete wreck right before we go on stage. People were sweating, yeah, holding their bladders. That, that'd be the part I'd really want to see. That would be fun. And then we run out, and I start throwing up on my mouth, but I put my shield in front of it so that our audience can't see, and I swallow it back. Chew it back, chew it back, chew it back. I'm a professional. Well, that, so, so, yeah, yeah, so, so I, I think it's like death is one, performance is two, or public speaking. Well, actually, you've got it backward. Like, number one, the number one fear of people is public speaking, then death. Then that's death. So crazy. And then, like, water, or like swimming or something. Drowning. Drowning. Oh, that's death, too. Well, yeah. I'm just going to say, you guys yeah, are all it's amazing a hard death. performers. Yeah. So, oh, I'm sorry, heights is probably third. Uh, Let's look. Well, thank God we have a fucking way to look this up. Wow, can, let's can just speculate. <laughs> top ten, top four. It's fears. the eighties. I don't know. I don't have an encyclopedia in front of me. <laughs> I don't have my microfiche. I had an encyclopedia top, on CD. Top ten fears of humans or top ten fears of, of someone Americans? bust out the Britannica. Top uh, ten most common fears and phobias. And so then let, let's talk about this, and then I want to talk about like what you guys do. For um, oh god, we're way off on this. Death is like number one, I think. It's not. It is very not number ten. Fear of getting old. Number nine. Fear of being poisoned, what? which is not a fear what? I've That's ever not had. Even a common There's never a time where I'm thinking like, oh my I'll, god. I'll let you know when I number eight. Can equate fear of being in a crowd. Don't have that. For a little being bit of being a coward. Yeah. Eight. Oh, sorry. Coward, not crowd. Coward, sorry. Number seven, germophobia. I don't know why I said that. That makes sense. Norm Macdonald. Germophobia. Number six, fear of going crazy? That's actually a legit fear. Really? Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, there's always been Mm -hmm. this kind of battle of, like, like, oh, like, artist kind of like yeah. a mentality right. it's like I'm, am i crazy the crazier you are sorry i just read i just read number four and it made me laugh but uh number five fear of intimacy oh come on number four which made me laugh not because the very last thing i'm going to say really made me laugh fear of spiders rats cockroaches snakes airplanes monsters demons mirrors <laughs> and high heels and high heels what is the high heels part of it What's the airplanes um, part of it? Heels make sense. Remember crashing, when I, crashing in a plane. Remember yeah, when I broke what, my but ankle? What's that have to do with vermin? So All the other ones made sense. You said Even high heels made sense. Was with number vermin. one? It's number three. It's number three. So number three is is public speaking, social phobia, fear of public speaking, and agoraphobia, fear of open places. See, I kind of feel like they're they're really like slamming a lot yeah, of shit. Yeah. They're, they're, they're they're like mixed matching. Let's find a better. And so then it goes fear of death, and then fear of loneliness. Number one. How you, you There's no greater heights in that because I that's a legitimate fear of mine is heights. I don't know. Let's go to this deepest fear. Mm. 
What were you were? It was in the top for three. Yeah, that's, it was in the top all, three. I, I will say something about fear, though. Uh, top ten fears. Fear of flying. Number one. See, this is bullshit. See, this <laughs> one has number two. Number one is fear of flying. Number two, public speaking. Okay. Well, see, all we need to know is public speaking it's, is it's in the in top there. three. It's so, up there. my question to you guys, because we all do, we all do public things. What is your like thing that you do to get over the fear? Um, I don't look at the crowd ever. Yeah. Never am I looking face to face with like somebody in the crowd. Okay. It's either above or look down. Yeah. And um, I get a little high. I, I definitely get a little stoned. You get high, so you yeah. you do you you get a little. Okay, it really calms me. I mean, I'm yeah. a big fan of marijuana in general. Okay, so you 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 kind of like I definitely use that. get a little intoxicated. And then uh, I try really hard. You know, before you start, there's like that. There's there's a rush. And there's like three minutes of everybody plugging in stuff, and I really try to not play a freaking note. Yeah. Until I am like breathed in, you know, like just yeah. like, okay, now I can go. Because if you okay. rush that, if you don't take that time for yourself, chances are. You're going to be catching up all night. See, that's that's what people want to know. I mean, so like, well, there, there's really usually usually once I've thrown up in my mouth, I'm too distracted by chewing it back. Ah, oh, come on! So that I like, I'm not going to throw up actually on stage. That I can't think about anything else. The audience isn't there. I'm just I'm doing my dance part. I'm like making sure I'm in the right position and for the rest of the like dance yeah. performance. And I'm way too preoccupied. Vom nomin. Well, okay, it's nom, it's nom, like nom. it's like when you feel you, okay, you, you feel a little bit drunk or a little bit nauseous, and you puke yeah. just once, and you're like, oh, I feel better. Sure, sure. Same thing. Wow. I, I throw up a little bit in my mouth. I'm like, oh shit. And I'm way too. I get way too introverted to even care about anyone else. I'm like, can't throw up on stage. Can't throw up on stage. It's true. Yeah. It brings you back into your body. I, my question is of that is like Billy. Billy's been doing this longer than anyone. How do you, what do you do for like stage fright? Um, it's, it's, do you get stage fright? I get stage fright after 20 years of doing on stage. The thing is, I used to be like a public speaker. I was an orator yeah. in uh, a competitive orator. Like I competed against Josh Gad and like yeah. Uh, yeah. all these like major people, major people. But the thing is, what I would do, I have no, um, uh, finger tips left because I chew them off as an anxiety kind of a thing I do. And um, once I turn 21, like beer helps. Um, yeah. Remember but the, but, but, when but, we were in Hounslow and you would like open up with that Australian accent or New Zealand accent or whichever? He was just doing that anyway. I would, yeah. But, I, I, but that's, that's actually, actually I'm, I'm cooled off. I'm like, okay, we're doing this. Say I didn't have alcohol. Say I didn't have any crutch to right. actually deal with or any kind of psychoactive, depressive kind of substance. I would be sweating before I was even performing. Even now. If you ever watch Billy Belmont perform... I'm talking third person. If you ever watch me play downtown in the last 10 years, I'm the guy who sweats down to his belly button because he is so nervous. Yeah, I think I licked your forehead once. Nah, ew. <laughs> so they're saying. I was that really in character. Someone's saying in the chat they dry heave and get nervous before they have to do anything in front of. No, a crowd. man. Like I actually understand how people like, but actually celebrities like who somebody who is actually that good to go to a level playing mm -hmm. in front of like fifty thousand people. Yeah. How they can just turn to like drugs and like, alcohol. Sure. And it makes sense because Janis Joplin drank a fifth of Southern Comfort before every show. Oh, really? A fifth. Like I don't even know how you would. F okay. Like I've that's tried. That's why her eyes looked like that. I've tried that. Well, that killed her. I mean, I've, I've tried to like you know play an instrument, learn to play an instrument, right? But, well, she was well, so scared. Yeah, when you watch Janis Joplin, though, yeah, I've never seen a more vulnerable performer. I mean, sure. she is literally sure. Like just. All it kind of makes it kind of in front of every show. Yes, and, and I I would have to drink too. But like even now, like there are certain songs that I will commit to vulnerably, but I'm going to keep a little bit back, or else I can't I'll play cry. guitar hero drunk. How the <laughs> fuck do people play their guitar, bass, or drums wasted? Is what yummy. practice is for muscle memory. <sighs> it's muscle memory. It exactly. Is. It yeah. has to be because it, it, it's intense. And think of it this way: it's the same way. 
I can play Super Mario Brothers with one eye open, oh squinting, <laughs> sideways, wasted and like drunk and stoned. Jump. Oh my! I can like just do it just from smiling goes hard. Just from so, like remembering the rest of the lyrics, like do 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 jump what, up, jump well, up. Well, up, so jump. then <laughs> I'm gonna ask this question. So, do you guys get that kind of like? stage fright like here like we're here we're live oh yeah i get stage fright when i see like a babe just like kind of <laughs> like at the bar and like just looking it's like oh no. shit oh no, shit i'm talking about like on this show like we're doing this show live no, th- this th- I, th- I feel much better i feel much better i was now, freaking like, out in my house like alone. to come do this I, no well to come do this and to play tonight but yeah. now actually doing this and talking i mean i love you fellas and always have but see, now, it's really comforting actually. i don't I don't know. I, I it's weird. Like when I was younger, of course. Like you know, when I was in high school, they're like, you know, you're gonna do a speech, you know, in class. Of course, I've got I got anxiety. But then I got the th- like Billy might know this. Like when you got up to do a speech and you actually like knew that you were gonna just just nail it. Oh yeah. I got that. I got that. Uh, that adrenaline rush. There's, a, there's an adrenaline rush with it. It's confidence plus adrenaline. Mm-hmm. And when we do this show, like if there was 500 people in here and I'm doing this show, I still wouldn't have any problem other than this. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. Like when I, I do know what it is. So when I went from high school to college, like, you know, I joined a fraternity. This is really where I got over being, having stage fright. Is like when you had meetings and you got one chance to talk and one only chance to talk on any subject. And it, once it passed you, you couldn't like stand up and say, but wait a minute, you couldn't, you were done. So you had to either say nothing or be very good with what you did say. Yeah. And so I, and, and, and I will point that in my life as the one point where like I was, I, I, I had, I perfected that art to where people wanted to fight me after the meetings. <laughs> They're like, you motherfucker. You fucking didn't even care about this, and you did it on purpose. Like, I would do that on purpose. I got such a rush that I could sway everybody, that I would sway people on stupid things, and people would want to fight me after the meetings. I would, I would, I would, I would go f- as far <laughs> to say, the person that is comfortable talking in front of 100-plus people, a person who has made even a living of... Of being that character on stage, like there's actors that do this. Character, like, that's a really interesting word. Yeah. Um, you, 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 that. you've, you've actually like that's like fucking achievement unlocked. Like, how do you even do that? I, I would, I would know. Well, I would me? actually, I would say like if I were to perform in front of maybe a thousand people. Yeah. I don't think I can do it. Well, and okay, so that's where I'm struggling currently. Is like yeah. how much, how much is it actually a character, and how it's much a, do a people really lot? But do people really want to see, like, just you, right? In, in all of its truth and genuine, and nobody, nobody wants to see. Nobody it. wants to see. I okay. See, it speaks tries to the idea of like just make a character for yourself. And that's the only way, yeah. Billy, let, Billy, let, Billy, let, sh- Billy struck on. That's how I got over my stage fright. I started thinking of my the, like when I was doing Aztec dance, I started thinking of myself not as me, de- like me playing a character instead. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a hell of a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. I am playing this Aztec warrior. But I mean, of the really truly great performances that you see, like a Janis Joplin or something, and for me, that's or not even really like, a character. She's being. Okay, so you've okay, so. You're talking about performing musically. Yeah. You've done theatrical performances before. For sure. Yeah. Even Hounslow is a bit of a how do you How do you zone out the crowd? How do you, okay, so I want to ask, like, how does theater, in contrast, work the same way? I don't know. Muscle memory, I think, kicks it, in. It is and a lot of muscle memory. I will say but this. But as soon as you start, like, these are my words, these are my, even, like, a little yes. riff that you do with your voice, and, like, this is what I just came up with off the top of my head. That's that's the worst. So if you can practice it, if you have lines, if you have a character, and you know this, there there yeah. is a, a sense of confidence. So would you say it's easier theatrically, or like is a thespian, or 
Well, or harder. To it be. is much easier. I had a much easier time being in Hounslow, pretending to be a little, you know, punk rocker. <laughs> yeah, I'm so hard. I'm pouring beer over a dude's head. Without- I don't do that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I've actually done a lot of like monologues. Weirdly, I can't say how. I can't say where, but I've done a lot. In, in my bathroom. To you, have, your, you have a podcast. You do a, like a monologue. You're a no, 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 no. He's like, like jerking his cock. Just like looking in no, the no, no, no. This is, this is stuff I can't talk about because like, it's like secret stuff. But oh. it's very, it's like, you know, when you're doing like a two-page monologue from memory in front of a crowd that, that knows the material, it's scary because people are going to call you out like you missed this, you missed this. And you miss this. So you get in front of like a hundred people and you're doing this thing that everyone knows the words to. And some of it is is like making – you have to change like little words that don't flow well. Like You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. They don't flow well, but they f- but change it to something that flows well for you. It has to be your spin on it. But yeah. do- Yes. But doesn't sound enough abrasiveness that people catch it. And it's really weird and really interesting, and and then there's there's a thrill in that. Mm-hmm. There's a thrill, and I don't know when I get in front of a crowd and I talk and I do things, I get a thrill out of it. Like when I'm done, I'm like, yes. I get a little nervous because I really believe in the power of words, and yeah. I don't appreciate like knowing that someone's gonna walk away having a total picture of me based uh-huh. on like a few sentences that I sure. said, because it's that. And so I try really hard to be very cautious with what i actually let escape from my mouth nice well let's let's talk about another venue that we have (laughs) here in town where's billy playing i'm playing a dual brewery let's talk about dual real quick uh dual is actually just two doors down it's it's totally fine because the thing is like they actually contacted me with the pa the guy who's running the pa said hey what do you need it's like well i need a that's awesome and i need a guitar i need lots of reverb okay but you're venue is still up in the air like it's still up in the air we'll i've never out. seen a show at side effects before but i never i, I saw I'm billy well i didn't see billy's because we left and he came out and he's like i didn't you know i'm trying to see this uh, but I, think, I can't i think i was there for that see. okay there we go nope no we don't <laughs> damn it okay so who okay so there are three two, actually two major venues in town yeah one is launchpad and two is sister well, who, downtown. Who, downtown. Who gets those honor of playing here or Little Sister? Oh, well, let's go. I was going to go through the bell. You're, you're set. Okay, so we're dual, at, dual. at Dual Brewing tonight from, at 8.15, Billy's playing with his band, Bellama. Then another one of our favorites, Moonshine Blind from <laughs> 9 to 9.45. Boys are and then wild. is it? It's ASA... Asa Martin. Asa Martin, 10 to 10.45. And then the Time Wreckers from 11 to 12. Huh. I don't, so oh, I, the Time, time Wreckers is a... Oh, it's, it's a... Time Wreckers are awesome if you haven't like seen the them. Su- they're like the, the, the super band of Alex They're like a right super now. group. Yeah, it's like Alex McMahon, our friend uh, Alec. In Noah. Noah, yeah. Uh, it's, this is that Duel? Duel. Oh, I will be there for that. Duel Alec is... Alec blows my mind every time. Oh, my God. I'm to say right now. And then, I'm opening for those guys? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Then uh, you wanted to talk about night. Launchpad and Sisters? Is that what you're talking about? There, I'll, I'll say this about this downtown. There yeah. are two venues for music. Okay. Uh, they're steadfastly been the two venues. Yeah, they're, they're kind, kind of, of fighting back and forth, I think. Kind of back and forth. Like, who who has the better fucking venue? Who gets the better bands? It's always the Launchpad and Sister Bar. Yeah. So whoever's playing there tonight, they know they have their audience. They've and made who, it who, super giant. Supergiant is playing here tonight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, they just won. They no. won. No. Beefcake and Chains I is mean, that sister. I love you, Joel, okay, th- that's, that's a big band. <laughs> they have oh Music as the Enemy as well. So who wins? I think. Oh, hold Beef- on. Okay, let's, let's go through the lineup. Sister Bar, DJ Way Funky, 815 to 9. Okay. Best DJ. Best DJ. Best DJ. Best Albuquerque. That's, that's points there. Okay. Band 2, Andy. That's our friend Lovers. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. Kenta. Kenta. Distances from 10 to 10.30. Oh, my God. They were great. That's Chris and Rand's band. Okay. 
uh, Beefcake and Chains from 1045 to 1130. Good, good. And then Wake Self from 1145 to 1245, that's, which Wake uh, Self just dropped the Meow Wolf video. Oh, that's, he's the conscious rapper, right? I guess, yeah. Some, I, I, I don't listen, but I mean, you know. No, no, he actually but, has that New Mexico, like, uh, yeah. viral video of. Yes, uh, from uh, Meow Wolf. Yeah. That okay. guy's got a sick ass mohawk, dude, walking by. You guys got to get down here, man. But Downtown. I'm going to so dip that's, out. That's, that's, that's okay. a very diverse. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming by. Um, let us know if you need a PA. Oh yeah. And uh, sure, I mean we we won't be able to done with it until about you know seven thirty. But um, what is the time right now? It is six thirty, I believe. It's close. So then you have yeah. All right, we'll take a break here in a second. And at Launchpad, you have from we'll we'll, we'll do this and then we'll take a break. At Launchpad, you have Crushed from nine fifteen to nine forty five. I, don't know, who I, that I is. don't know who that is. They're awesome. They're awesome. And then music is the enemy from yes. ten to ten forty-five. That's what I want to see. So Sup- after after I play, I'm coming yeah. right here to Launchpad to see them. Super Giant from eleven to eleven forty-five. <laughs> I think that's how, I think that's how you pronounce it. And then the Big Spank uh, from twelve to twelve forty-five. Okay, yeah, they they've been a staple of Albuquerque a for long years. time, long time. So we're gonna take a break right now. Uh, looks like one of our other guests is actually just showing up. So definitely come down. It's Fall Crawl. Let's play some of Billy's music. Um, you can check us out on uh, Facebook.com slash Tendrink. Uh, we're live most Sundays from 6 to 8. We haven't been recently, but... Uh, because we have so much shit going on. I know. Hempfest. Yeah. We got this going oh, on. And I'll tease this. We got actually uh, some feedback from Hempfest that we need to address. So that will be in the second hour of this show. Come down to Launchpad. Watch us live. It is happy hour prices, as you can tell by my slight slur. (laughs) Just kidding. But it is. And, uh, yeah. So come down. And which one? Top one. Top one. And, uh, yeah, we're live. We're here. We're drinking. You should come down and drink with us. But always remember, never never get get too drunk drunk to jerk. jerk 10drinkminimum.com.
saint that's so rid of me a kind of ghost floating in a maze of my demise. The path set for a certain kind of time machine to take me to the top of when we met. Is the sound of you taking me back Your eyes say no That look is my own The bad set For the best for in our guest Come on just A slice of what we Let's cover the earth right It's hard despite the shadow 